0: This week on Just Like That, the number one Mike Goldberg-inspired podcast on the planet. We have, we don't have any fights to preview for you this week, so we just got a short episode. We'll recap UFC Fight Night Sandhagen vs. Dong and hit you with our segments. Isn't he awesome in real-world callouts? Here we go. <laughs>
1: Here we go. Let's jump right into it for our quick recap and uh like you said, no uh no preview. It's been a while um sometimes we don't even have episodes when we don't have a preview, but sometimes when we uh do well in our picks, we like to show back up and uh remind everybody
0: yeah when we go when we would have went perfect except for bozo Bozer, <laughs> um <laughs> still gotta brag a little bit, so
1: so here we are we're back um for our regularly scheduled programming and uh we got a recap and some segments, but uh, before we get into that, we'll keep things start start things off as we always do with our take of the week. So Ryan, as always, take us away. Aspen Lad needs
0: to be cut, fired, just like the old Apprentice. You fired. <laughs> That's what they when she stepped on the scale immediately after. Dana should have just said you fired. Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. Her career has just been an absolute downhill um, disaster for. Um, you know, the last year or two. She's just been terrible. She misses weight every time. She doesn't fight well. Um, She may or may not be in an abusive relationship her um, yells at her. Yeah. yeah so um it's not going good for her i think it's time to part ways she, you know she's not a professional this uh you know one two times whatever it happens it does happen from time to time but it's clearly just not like a one-off thing now she's not putting in the effort she needs to and uh, you know this is the premier organization in in the world and we need to keep it like that so that been lad if you don't want to show up on weight get your job done it's uh Time to go fight for uh, some other organization that doesn't doesn't care if you show up uh, on weight or not.
1: You said her career went downhill. It actually just fell off a cliff. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah a very very steep hill. Absolutely, a-
1: absolute flat line from. I don't. And the, she, she, she was getting <laughs> all the hype, man. So much. Yeah, and then she tore that knee, and it was like she had that. She had that, like thirty second loss fight, and it was like that was when she tore up her knee, and then it was like. Well, maybe it was her knee. Maybe it was a bad performance. Maybe it was a bad weight cut. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And then since then, dude, she has not been able to fight. Period.
0: Yeah, I'm just mad because I'm pretty sure we would have went eight and one if she would have fought. Because uh, I think Sarah McMahon would have beat her
1: because she's just uh, she's a train wreck. So good point and uh, fair fair point. So um, yeah, we'll see what they do with her. I, I mean, I feel like something has to happen, right? Unless Dana just really loves her.
0: Yeah yeah i don't know i mean there are those uh there are those fighters that uh that must do a little something on the side for dana so men and women so Um, what do you think sam Alvey was doing on the side
1: i don't know dana maybe he's got a thing for gingers right (laughs) there you go you may have just cracked the code that's disgusting but (laughs) 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 sam Alvey, not necessarily gingers but (laughs) (laughs) anyways without letting our imaginations get out of control um (laughs) i'll move too late move on to my take here um so last night in the contender series uh they had a 17 year old fight one signed him the ufc the whole time i'm thinking this is really cool obviously kid does not look like a 17 year old quite frankly doesn't look like a human but um my only one thinks it's crazy though like this is a crazy gamble if he gets his head split open by like a a 35 year old man that yeah not a good look right
0: no developmental deal no nothing straight to the ufc um I just hope the UFC kind of—I I think they're smart enough to know, like, we're going to uh, make sure the matchups are right here and not like put them in in too deep of waters to to start off. But you never know. I mean, there's grown got a grown man strength going against a 17-year-old. Anything can happen. So.
1: Yeah, I mean the seventeen year old had like mutant strength, so Yeah, he yeah, be, he did look <laughs> insane. He may be miles ahead of what I'm even picturing in my head, but like I don't know, it just feels like a huge gamble. Like you need this kid to win a couple fights and you've already caught a few guys that like <laughs> you already caught you already trimmed all the fat. Like there's not that many guys out there for him to just go up there and get freebies against. So he could go out there and uh you know get his uh get his head block knocked off and be like wow Dana you sent a 17 year old to slaughter
0: yeah yeah UFC should really like I don't know it just seems like they should have like a minor league type thing and I know that's what the contender series is somewhat but it's just more of like a one fight thing like they should have I mean it would take a while to build out and stuff but or maybe you could just sign one-off fighters to fight your developmental guys but have like some type of like you know where you get these young guys that are absolute studs and build them like in boxing but in like you know but not like back you know more on the UFC style you know what I'm saying yeah. I don't know it just seems like something more can be done besides like letting them go to Bellator or something or you know just to grow these guys in-house branding I mean that's how you, you could start the branding right there then and there and get the names built up and the promoting and yeah I don't know it just seems like there could be more done on that front
1: yeah and I'm, it's probably has to do with the sport itself like there's like the like the, the word prospect is used a ton, but there really isn't like a prospect system in MMA.
0: Yeah. And I think they're going to need it more because like these young guys coming up, like yeah, it's MMA, gonna, it's, it's just gonna so, be real. Much, so much more popular than it used to be. Like it's not just specialists anymore. Like they're so well rounded, some of these young kids. And it's going to, you know, we're going to be seeing a lot more of these absolute killer 17, 18, 19 year olds here coming up in the future.
1: Yeah. And it's, it, there's going to be rankings. There's going to, there's not going to be so many guys coming from other sports. There's going to be people coming up through the system that train. That grew up training MMA. It's not gonna be like, oh, he wrestled so now and he doesn't know what to do with his life now. So yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna fight, right? <laughs> he's gonna cage fight. So I do think that that's going to be part of the system. And to be quite honest, I would rather watch prospects fight on the prelims mm-hmm. than some of the prelims that they put together. So
0: yeah, they're washed out. Whoever, nobody.
1: Early prelims, maybe. So, so yeah, I guess we'll see what happens there. I just thought, like, man, this is a cool, uh, cool, cool idea. But what if this kid gets, you know chinned in his first fight it's like not that cool when a 35 year old like you know power puncher ends up knocking out a 17 year old
0: yeah there's not a ton of guys like under 25 in the ufc really like you know like most of them most guys in the ufc are like at least 25 and up like there are there are some but not i wouldn't say there's more than a handful in each division under
1: 25 yeah i mean i felt bad watching uh uh chase hooper get like just Beat to beat to shit by uh Alex Caceres. Like and Alex right. Casaris looks looks like a little kid too. Yeah. He's only like thirty, but it was like I felt bad. Like this is like a twenty year old and he's just getting just his brain's beat in. It's like it just imagine I just picture like a seventeen year old laying completely unconscious on the canvas.
0: Yeah, Chase
1: Hooper is a lot more green than than this kid that we saw. Oh, last yeah, night, dude. this kid was this kid was re- get ready to roll. He looked like he's been training his whole life. But we'll see how it turns out. Um interesting though i thought for sure it was going to be like he was going to win the fight and it was gonna be like that you did a great job but we're gonna bring you back for one more blah blah blah, and it'd be a year away and then you're 18 whatever but nope just cut straight to the chase and uh got him uh he's in the league now youngest kid to ever be in the league so we'll see how that turns out and uh see how things go from there all right um ready for our recap let's do it we
0: got uh (laughs) We got a lot of patting ourselves in the back to do so and this was a good one to do well on it's not like we just uh crushed a bunch of minus 300 and 400s like these were all like minus 140s minus 150s and maybe one or two minus 200s and some underdogs as well, So,
1: yeah to be honest you you crushed this one um you were right on on a couple of these I a couple of these hey we crushed this one come on' well, Let's give yourself a look right? I had a few I went 2 and0 this week in my league so the curse is over um happy to report the curse it may be completely over for good maybe not i'm not sure better knock on wood yeah i don't even know if i have any real wood in here it's all particle board <laughs> uh, main event i felt like this was uh i felt confident this was one of my picks cory Sandy minus 190 it's just like dude the guy has fought and held his own against the best not just in the division but like the best pound for pound guys in in the world period and it's not that Song Dong's not legit, because he was. I thought he looked good, really good at times. But um, you, it's his first time in that kind of a spotlight. And it's not to say, speaking of young guys, like Song Dong's one of those guys under 25 that's like... Yeah, 24, I think, and he's been fighting for a while. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't mind getting him beat up um, early on in his career. But uh, I it just Sandhagen's just, you know, he's so dynamic as a striker, and Songy Dong's going to strike with you, so... Um, Again, crazy night for gruesome cuts, and uh, Song Yudong was on the bad end of one of those cuts. Yeah, and they were letting him go, man. They were
0: like, wait until it gets as bad as possible to stop. That that cut was nasty. It was nasty at the start, and it just kept getting further and further down. I thought they were going to stop it at least a round earlier than that. I mean, usually once it gets anywhere near the eyelid, it's it's like game over because they don't want it to rip straight through the eyelid. Like, imagine that happening. Yeah, would be yeah. absolutely Ugh. disgusting, but... You know uh what are you gonna do? I mean, I thought Song Yudong he looked pretty good uh, for the most part. I thought early, especially he was giving uh, Corey Sandhagen some trouble. I think Corey Sandhagen read it well. He's a veteran. That's what you expect from him. He, he starts throwing those elbows and uh, and knees more, and that's what ended up with cutting him cut up Song Yudong and kind of changed the tide of the fight. So veteran performance from Corey Sandhagen got the W got the w for us and uh yeah it's a, it a pretty good fight overall it was just that they just kept showing every round
1: I, I i i was like oh my god i think it was ugly man that thing was deep and it wasn't even the worst cut of the night so pretty I wild think it might have been
0: i think it could have been worse than gregory
1: rodriguez did it's you just
0: because s- of location
1: but did you see the after pictures of gregory rodriguez
0: uh i saw me i think i saw one of them maybe i just can't. all
1: right i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna pull it up but hold up it will be a we'll keep going as we go so we'll go into chitty and gregory rodriguez uh gregory robocop dude this guy really is a robocop dude
0: he's the man dude and i i think a lot of people are sleeping on him i don't think anyone's gonna be sleeping on him after this one i think it was a little bit of a recency thing like we've seen uh seen chitty just recently kind of be dominating and uh, i mean we have seen robocop but not as it spectacular, not as recently as we've seen uh chitty uh Nujikwani. But um, Gregory Rodriguez, man, this dude is tough. He's durable, and he's a monster. Striking. He's just one of those, like, fast-twitch muscle guys. Like, his, his reaction's are just so quick, and it doesn't seem... Usually those guys gas out a little quicker, I feel like, than Robocop. He carries his gas tank well. He could take a punch. He, he's the real deal. He's full package. I mean, no, don't get me wrong, and Chitty uh, Njikwani, he put on a great performance as well, but... Uh, this was a good fight. Yeah, this was a great fight. Definitely the
1: uh, fight of the night for me absolutely and here i'm going to show you this cut this isn't during the fight this is afterwards that's a vein
0: oh my god imagine if the vein broke or something
1: yeah that's the vein that runs down your forehead just completely exposed wow that is wild that's disgusting yeah that that's pretty crazy the vein is completely out you can see the whole thing like it looks like a tube running through his head he looks like it looks like a wire that's a
0: fat ass vein
1: yeah, well, if you ever get mad, or like you ever...
0: Yeah, mine pops out all the time. Like I got one right <laughs> down the center of my forehead. Yeah,
1: that's oh, that's right down the center of his, dude. That's <laughs> it. And song, there's the song of dongs It's pretty bad, too, right through his eyebrow. Like, that's never going to heal. No. That's no. a liability the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. But anyhow, um, shout-out to RoboCop. <laughs> a Good pick here. It was a tough pick to make, obviously, but um, the guys kind of just slept on.
0: Yeah, I was pretty confident in this one. I mean, I... I I was a little worried. I mean, Chitty, ha- he has that length. He does have that power, knockout power. But, I mean, I-, I just felt like Gregory Rodriguez was the pick on this one. And proven right. I mean, I'm just glad the doctor didn't stop it. So,
1: 100%. All right, Andre Feeley, Bill Algeo. Um, this was another one that was kind of like, you know, it's kind of close. And I-, I took Andre Feeley because he's got a little more of a killer instinct than Bill Algeo. And uh, this was another pretty good fight.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we had a lot of good fights here. I just thought, you know, a lot of good matchups as well on this card. And maybe not a huge name value, but guys, if you follow MMA, that you should know. And, and good matchups. So, uh, yeah, this one kind of went the way I thought it would, too. Um, Andre Feely got the win here. Bill Elgeo. I don't know. I just couldn't do enough I just I don't know Andre Feely just a little bit better fighter I feel like I'm
1: forgetting something kind of that happened in this fight but oh there was a split decision there was one judge that gave yeah, it to yeah. Bill Gio
0: yeah I don't know what that was like I Chris Lee Chris, Whoa, it's our guy Chris <laughs> Lee again Chris Lee he just has his favorite fighters man and there's no way he's judging <laughs> against him but um I think there was maybe one round you could have given to Bill G if I remember correctly but yeah. uh to give the fight to him is absolutely insane
1: yeah and like like uh, I my thing with Bill Gio and we've been like all Gio kind of fans here is like he just doesn't quite have like that he lets fight slip away like he doesn't ever put his put the foot on the gas and andre Feely's like a similar fighter except he does put his foot on the gas maybe yeah. too much sometimes
0: yeah exactly so
1: it was kind of a, a, a easy one to lean on there as far as uh what the who would kind of dictate the pace and that was all the difference you needed
0: yeah i was surprised Feely's only minus 130 there i thought he could have been a little bit more than that like minus
1: 180 range yeah i mean that was one of my picks to click for the night so i was uh Finally, Same. finally getting some good reads here. Who'd you go,
0: Sandhagen and Feely? Oh yeah, and I went, I went Robocop
1: and Feely. So similar picks for us. Yeah, maybe a little more value on your side, but um, a little bit. Not bad. We ran the table there. Um, bad read. Uh, Tanner Bowser and Rodrigo Nascimento. Um, we picked Tanner Bowser. Uh, since his little COVID run, he's kind of been a letdown. Um, so I'll let you expound on this because I know. Go ahead and lay out lay out the circumstances of what uh, how Tanner Bozers t- took everything you worked for. Yeah, he definitely took everything I worked for. So,
0: Tanner, this will be a little bit of a recap slash, slash call-out. Since I got a few call-outs, we can add it in here. But Tanner, the Bozo Bozer, he just completely <laughs> dropped this one in every... It didn't... It wasn't just in the fight. This started in training camp. This started with the weight cut. He did not try to put on any size against the guy. He knows that it's coming in big against him, so... What is uh, you know? What does Tanner Bozer have to do to win this fight? He has to stay on the outside, not get taken down, um, use his speed advantage and whatnot, and, uh, and just pick him apart. Just don't get taken down. And, and then eventually, if it stays on the feet, uh, Rodrigo Nascimento, he's going to tire, right? He can't, he can't be explosive for that long. So if he's going for the knockout stand-in, he's going to tire. You're going to get the win if you Tanner Bozer. So what does Tanner Bozer do? He comes in uh, he's, like he should be fighting at 205, basically. Um, so maybe he could stop the takedown if he wasn't severely undersized, which doesn't really give him much of a chance also makes it so that he can't get back up. Once he gets taken down, he's got just a giant guy laying on top. So what's the one way for Rodrigo Nascimento, uh, to win this fight, to not gas, get a takedown, lay on him, do minimal work and, and get the win. And that's exactly what he did. Bozer. It just an idiot. Couldn't do any worse in this fight than what he did. Um, I was kind of blindly saying, like, you could maybe judge it for him, and it was a split decision. One judge did because in that third round, like, that's why I don't get the scoring criteria, right? It's whoever lands most damage, whoever is closest to finishing the fight, right? Watch that third round and tell me Tanner Bowser wasn't closest to finishing that, that fight. Yeah, he got laid on for four minutes, never in any danger, never close to being finished, barely got hit. He gets up for the last 45 seconds, lands... Just goes after him. Definitely was closer to finishing Nascimento. Not to mention, I think Tanner Bozer landed more strikes on the ground um, from bottom position in that round. I think I'm not defending him because he deserved to lose it because it was a terrible performance by him, but I think he could have judged that round for him, but he didn't deserve it anyways. The guy's a fucking idiot. (laughs) He did the only thing possible. The only way to lose the fight, the only fight plan, the only thing he could do to go out there and lose is what he did, and uh, and he deserves the loss. Lost me at to a ton of money i mean i don't get me wrong we still made a lot of money on this but uh we made like 400 but it would have been an additional almost 900 if Bowser pulled this one off at, with the, all the parlays so, um what are
1: you gonna do though yeah you can't win them all and at the end of the day they'd lost more than us uh by losing half their purse but it sucks when that you get all the reads right and then he deserves d- it i wish he lost more
0: than half his purse <laughs>
1: Yeah, let's just put it this way: his uh, his COVID run is starting to look more fluke than than skill. Right? If you want to be a two hundred five or go fight a two hundred five, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I think that that I think that that being a tweener like that, and let's just who's the real loser here? John Annick for saying that Tanner Bowser is a dark horse in the heavyweight yeah, division, and me for putting him on parlays. <laughs> All right. Fluffy Hernandez, Mark Andre uh Fluffy Hernandez wins by submission, I believe, after kind of putting it on him a little bit. Yeah. This was, a, this was an easy read. Mark Andre Barreil just loses fights, so uh, pretty, pretty decent pick here.
0: Yeah, I mean Anthony Hernandez, Anthony Fluffy Hernandez. I feel like when he came into the UFC, he got a lot of shit as being like a bad fighter in the division, and he's really turned that around. In a lot of people's opinion, I think definitely in mine. Um, he's done a lot better than I ever thought he would. I mean, he, he's got skills. He's got a gas tank. He's a grinder. Seems like he's putting in the work. He's training hard, and uh, and it's showing. He, the results are, you know, prove it. So, yeah, I'm, I, I really like Anthony Hernandez. I don't think he's the most skilled guy or anything, but um, he's definitely putting in the work, and he's getting it done, and he's going to beat a lot of these middling guys. So definitely something to keep an eye on. Yeah,
1: I think uh he got folded up by Kevin Holland in like 30, 30 seconds once and that was a bad look for him. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I believe you're right. But then uh he beat the submission specialist and uh by submission. Vieira
1: by submission and yeah. it's been all up since there. I think he stole his powers. Yeah, it seems like it. He's been uh he's been submitting guys left and right. So um we won't get too carried away since Mark An- Andre Burial, but <laughs> again, what do. You know? Again, Mark Andre Burial, classic fight loser. Um but Good win for Hernandez. Uh, good win, Jamin Jackson. Pat Sabatini, you're on Damon Jackson here. Everybody sleeps on Damon Jackson. I slept on his power because he landed the knockout shot. He won by submission, did he, or did he won by knockout?
0: He won by knockout. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I, I couldn't remember if he if he locked him up and submitted him or if he but he clipped him in the feet, which is where it all started, and uh, put him away by TKO. Is Yeah, and yeah, no, I mean that's not that's not really something I expect out of Damon Jackson, but what you do expect out of him is he, he does tend to surprise you.
0: Yeah, exactly. I kept flip-flopping on this one and ended up settling on uh, Damon Jackson for my bets. And uh, yeah, and as a bonus, I bet... Um, so as he was coming out, they they said his brother died on Tuesday. He's dedicated in the fight to his brother he and all is. this. I'm like, I already know Damon Jackson's a wild man. So he definitely has extra motivation to go out there and put this away. I see Damon Jackson by by uh ko or tko at plus 1400 fire 10 bucks on it get the uh 140 win plus 10 bucks 150 back so that was uh at another extra little bonus on top of the uh the good round of bets we had so yeah damon jackson man he's you know he looks like a meth head from a trailer but uh, he gets it done he's the toughest meth head in the trailer pod, that's for
1: sure yeah, he de- he looks like the guy on uh, Waterboy that sleeps out. That uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the dude that's in all the movies. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, Damon Jackson's not a guy to be slept on. He's uh he's decent all around. I think he's making improvements, and uh, he continues to get slept on. So they they tend to put him against guys they think will
1: beat him. Yeah. yeah, and the only one to do the only one I can think of that really beat him up was uh um what's his name the Spanish kid a uh, Georgia Spanish guy uh. Who beat up uh, Ryan Hall. Uh, um, he see, just kicked long his long ass long. in like one round. He's like super legit. He beat up... Uh, Yus- Aliyah Taporia? Yeah, Taporia. That's the only guy I can think of where they put him against Damon Jackson thinking that he would beat Damon Jackson. And he absolutely did.
0: Yeah, and that's his only loss in the UFC so far.
1: Yeah, everybody beat- else, they put him up against him thinking, oh, that little TJ Laramie kid's going to have a showcase against Damon Jackson. Damon Jackson whooped his ass. Um, and then the last few, it's like he's, he's not a guy to be messed with, and they keep, uh, they keep sleeping on him, and he keeps uh, coming through. Yeah,
0: he's our guy. He's a JLT fighter now for sure.
1: Absolutely. All right, Trevin Giles, Lewis Coasey. You're on Trevin Giles here. Safe pick, Lewis Cosey. The guy just has no gas tank whatsoever to save his life.
0: Bum. Coasey, bum, brothers.
1: <laughs> fair to say. I mean, I hate to say it, but fair to say.
0: Yeah, not much to say here. Trevin Giles did what we thought he was going to do. Louis Kosey is who we thought he was. Him and his brother are the same. Bums, bums, bums. And, uh, yeah, Trevin Giles gets the win, so another win for us.
1: All right, last but not least, Maria Agapova, Jillian Robertson. Smart play here. Perfect analysis last week. You get two Agapovas. There's one that could come out and make you look stupid because she might absolutely dominate, and there's one that might get submitted. Jillian Robertson, I think she has the. Did she have the record for most submissions in whatever division so. or whatever? She's lost a lot of fights, but she's won. She's submitted a lot of fighters. Smart play here, submits her second round.
0: Yeah, I believe so. And uh, Agapova didn't look bad in the first round on the on the feet. She was doing pretty decent. Um, she's another one though. Where gas tank is very yeah, suspect. Yeah, unless she's training actually hard, which doesn't seems like she's not training hard more often than not. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, Jillian Robertson, she gets it done. Um, yeah, it's just kind of the reality, you know, a little bit worried on this one just because like, you know, the tale to Maria Agapovas, but, um, yeah, we were right on on this one. So Jillian
1: Robertson gets the win. So let's go. Yeah. So you cleared the card. Tanner Bowser will let you down. That's the only guy we're still in search of that. What? Well, that Derek Lewis, Alexi the card, I think we both hit nine fight parlays. That was two, two years ago in August. Yeah. So we're still in search of like that. The
0: perfect week, the elusive perfect week. Yeah. And we've been so close. We've had so many weeks, just one loss, but it's going to happen. It should have happened this week. There's always
1: one, right? Always one. (laughs) All right. But yeah, like you said, I think you made a good, uh, good comment on this card earlier. These are guys, this was a solid card with some solid fights. Not the biggest name value card, but guys you should know. Yeah, yeah, and it, was, and it delivered pretty much, so... Oh, yeah, and it, as far as cuts go, two of the most gruesome I've ever seen. Yeah, back-to-back
0: fights, just absolutely disgusting fights, and well, that doctor was all about it. You just like, <laughs> let, him, let him bleed, let him, you know... The just bleed doc. Yeah, because well, keep that guy the, in there
1: all the time. The weird stuff happens in Paris in the UFC. Yeah, exactly, just usually not in the back-to-back fights, but yeah that's insane so we'll wrap up this card this was another apex card hopefully they're kind of phasing those out because uh you love to see them in front of a full audience but um it is what it is and it uh ended up being a good card and a, a good way to finish out the uh the week before a little break here so we'll move on though to our segments it's an even week i i'm odd right you're even yep all right so let's hear what you got this week for our uh, isn't he awesome and our weekly um, we, we may have a similar Isney Awesome this week.
0: All right. Then I'm going to go a different one that I know you don't have. So I'm giving Isney Awesome. I'm reading a book right now. Well, I don't read. I, I listen. So I do audiobooks only. Not a reader. But um, I tell everybody I read, I'm read. i reading. <laughs> but definitely not. So i um, reading a book. It's on uh, Mike Tyson and his uh, trainer Customato. Hold on one second. Let me uh, pull it up. I'll give you guys the name because it's a, a very interesting read. I'd recommend it. Um, it is... Iron Ambition, My Life with Custom Auto by Mike Mike Tyson. Um but yeah, really, really cool book. i uh, gotta give him a shout out this. Customato. He I uh, he's he was a boxing genius. Pretty much not just a boxing genius, just like uh what is it, like a fight like um psychology genius. Yeah, it, he was some of the stuff that he says and Mike Tyson says, like that that he trained him and had his mindset and whatnot, it's just unbelievable. It's really interesting, really cool read um and it just sh- kind of shows it also like seems like how different it would have been if uh custom Auto wasn't so old they meant and died so early um and then tyson had to win the title but by the time he won he custom Auto was already dead for like a year but uh i think he would have been able to keep him under control but i think it's also partly custom Auto's fault that he ended up being such a wild so man that's because the other part of the story yeah. that's the
1: other side of the story that's so interesting about the whole he he was basically a lab rat for custom yeah, it was crazy, and he, he said like,
0: um, you know how unlikely it was for Customato to find Tyson. And Customato said, you know, I've been waiting here my whole life for you. Like I knew you were gonna come. He's like, I summoned you to this gym, basically. <laughs> so, it, and it was like a very unlikely situation for Tyson to even find Customato. He was never even a boxer. He just was in juvie, <laughs> and uh, he started. He wanted to train with this one guy who was, uh, you know, worked with the prison, and he started, and he brought him to Cus, and then, Tell you, yeah, it was, was,
1: was it was. Was it, it wasn't Teddy Atlas? It, wasn't it was Teddy, Teddy, Atlas, Teddy no. f- it was another trainer with Teddy Atlas. They got to like box if they were on good behavior or something. There
0: was yeah yeah. There, uh, forget the guy's name. Uh, something, Kevin maybe something. Maybe Jackson. No, Kevin Rooney and uh, Kevin Rooney and um, Teddy Atlas were trainers with Custom Auto, um, but um, it was some other guy that just worked at the prison that that had new Custom Auto back in the day. But it also goes back all like there are two chapters that are really long to go back and. Detail, Casimato's whole rise through boxing his whole career, basically, which is pretty interesting too to give a backstory. I I would love if they made like a, uh, a like a ten part limited series or something on Casimato. This dude's super interesting, it's crazy all that he yeah. did for boxing and whatnot. And uh, yeah, it, it's a really cool read and just um, yeah everything they did together. And he said after the first time he saw him fight, he told the the guy that brought him there, he said that's the he's gonna be the youngest heavyweight champion in the world unless outside distractions derail them and then he just said that to tyson all the time and tyson eventually ended up believing it and getting it done so
1: yeah it's it's a pretty cool book yeah that's an insane rela- i mean tyson literally was a lab rat for him it's like you have to wonder too like did he he, had, he adopted him legally i think like, yeah when did he was he, 16 i think did he adopt him because he liked him as a kid did he adopt him because he wanted him to i think it was both yeah yeah it's it so- seemed,
0: they had like a really like father-son type relationship it definitely wasn't just like using him. like um definitely seemed like he cared for him a lot he basically when he got out of juvie at 13 he went to live in catskill with custom tyson's mom died at 16
1: i think and custom adopted him after that so yeah wild wild story uh so yeah and i don't know i should check that out because i actually it's always been interested by that so perhaps i'll be listening to that myself um anything else you got this week our guy robocop damon
0: jackson and then I think there's a main one that you'll probably get the call out to, so or the isn't he awesome, I mean. But uh for a weekly call out, I'm going outside of uh MMA here and I'm going with my team, the Chicago White Sox. Bunch of bombs, um, led by the biggest bum manager in all of <laughs> baseball. Um we got a drunk um earl- with Alzheimer's, I believe, as a coach. So ninety years old. Yeah, he's a complete idiot. Uh, Tony LaRusso, that is. (laughs) Um, You know, he tells the team not to run hard to first base so they don't get injured. It's like, do we not have a training step? It seems like the Chicago White Sox never hired any, like, um, you know, sports nutritionists or sports trainers or anything to keep these guys in shape. They're constantly getting injured to the point where he tells them not to run hard if they think they might get out. So um, they're just complete chokers, just a bunch of Cubans that are happy to be in America, it seems like, you know, and uh, they just don't try hard. And it, and it just shows they got all the talent that there is. They should be way better than they are, but they, they just can't put it together. And uh, another disappointing season um, for a team that should be, um breaking out of their rebuild and and starting to uh to
1: really put some results together yeah we've been hearing that for five years now
0: yeah i mean they put together like an insane rebuild they had like their farm system was the best in the majors and they just can't get it done in the majors so yeah. i mean the players are good too just they're not a
1: good team
0: <laughs> i just yeah. it's so
1: frustrating unrealized talent for half a decade now yeah 2005. <laughs> we'll never forget those years,
0: though. That, that was a fun season. That was the best. The, 2005 was just the lineup that no one ever thought we'd win the World Series. And every single player on the team had a career year all at the same time. And
1: Well, they they gelled as a team, too. Yeah,
0: they had that Don't Stop Believing by Journey song they'd listen to every game and whatnot. Yeah, it was like, that's what you need in baseball, really. You know, you got to have
1: guys that are having a fun time playing together. And I don't think we have that, so. Absolutely, so. All right, I'll move it over to myself, and I feel guilty for using this one because he's actually your guy, but the King Rio, Jose Aldo, officially retired. Oh, yeah. Was that who you had for your other one? Yep, yep. All right, so you can jump in on this one as well just because uh, he has been your guy for a long, long time. But crazy, dude, I, and I had my suspicions that that wo- – that well, uh, uh, what's his name? Little guy, Mac uh, – Marab was telling everybody that Jose Aldo said he was going to retire. Kind of looked like the writing on the wall. You know, you don't have a shot shot at a title anymore. Why keep fighting? Um, yeah, Marab, dude. Here's a
0: call-off for him. What an asshole. You know, <laughs> let, let the guy announce his retirement himself. Don't... Uh, Go on air to a Hawaii show. Yeah. Up. What a jackass.
1: <laughs> he seems like a really nice guy. He probably just wasn't thinking. But and it was probably just like a uh, communication, loss in translation type thing. Yeah. So, either way uh yeah i watch you jump in at though but dude the guy fought forever and he's not even that old he's like 36 years old or something he'd been fighting since like 2000 uh, he was like a wc champ so long ago he didn't lose for 10 years before he fought connor mcgregor which was forever ago already
0: yeah just an absolutely amazing career it's it is kind of a shame the whole connor thing kind of just shines like a negative light on his whole career and otherwise he's just one of the most unstoppable guys that have ever stepped into the octagon i mean just from WEC all through his uh you know title run um and then even after he loses to McGregor he, he cuts when he gets down to 135 a guy who they always said was gonna have to move up because he's always um you know close to missing weight and, and whatnot at 145 he has the discipline to cut cut down and it looks as fast as and as quick as ever it's just very unfortunate they gave him a rob was that kind of title eliminator bad matchup for him Um, but i can't say enough good things about the guy he's he's one of my all-time favorites um his punching to the body i i love a guy who can punch to the body like that his hand speeds so quick combinations when he's when he's fighting at an elite you know at his elite level it just seems like he's the best fighter that's ever been in there he he is one of the best his takedown offense is like I'm not a wrestler, but I'm just going to make sure that no wrestler can take me down. He's got, like, just the best reflexes as far as takedown defense
1: and whatnot, and it's really a complete package. Absolutely can't say enough about him. Hopefully he sticks around the sport, Um and if not, plenty of highlights to watch forever.
0: Yeah, so. for real. When he... um when he beat Chad Mendez, I think it was maybe the first time or second, I don't know, when it was in Brazil, uh, came out to uh, run this town, I think maybe for the first time. Then he, after he won, he jumped into the, to the crowd and went, oh, yeah, that's that like an all
1: time highlight. Yeah. Uh, one of the first like superstar MMA fighters. I mean, obviously, like a lot of Brazil is kind of on the f- front end of that, uh, especially with like guys like Anderson Silva, but always cool. So shout out to Jose Aldo and uh, happy retirement guy took had a lot of fights but hopefully he got out of it with uh is still having his wits wits to him so he seems like he does he I does, mean, he if does anything, yeah. he's been getting better at english and whatnot yeah, yeah yeah i think he does too so all right i'll move on to my call this one will be quick because it'll be three weeks in a row gotta call cam's at it's time time to fight paulo pa- costa costa is running around telling everybody who will listen to him that cam's scared of him he's been on aerial show like five times Costa started kind of like blowing up, like kind of how I always thought he would, because he's so entertaining. I don't. Did you see all his clips on Ariel's show?
0: No, I haven't. I gotta go back and watch.
1: I mean, he's just a com- the guy's just like a comedian. But you can't- was it recent? Yeah, it was like yesterday or two days oh, ago.
0: Okay, no, I got it. the last one I watched with him was when he had the secret juice. When he was taking it away from Ariel uh i think so i don't know whenever he had when ariel was asking about the secret juice oh, so maybe yeah. like two through right before he fought no, is, or no this
1: is new. the secret juice is in every episode but <laughs> he's telling i mean okay cam's at, you're clearly a 185 er you can't make 170 you're not even close um why not fight it fight costa he you got beef the fight's there it would sell uh to just take the fight like it's the fight to
0: make man that'd be electric uh, yeah
1: it would be that's so but that,
0: what do you think happens though like costa's so big Costa knocks him out I, I don't know I think I don't know it's tough yeah Costa's so big I if he can avoid the rest Cam's that's gonna try and just take him down and just maul him like that way but if uh Costa can keep it on feet or tag him I mean and I don't think I think Costa's big enough where I don't think he's gonna be able to get some like I don't think Cam's will submit him right away I think him having to take down such a bigger guy like start getting him tired um which will start leaning into Paula Costa's favor i mean paulo can kind of gas but i think he's gonna be able to stick a little bit better gas tank than what we've seen from cams at just because he unloads the gas tank so quickly as cams at does and i think paulo will be able to you know pace himself a little bit better i that's just a fight i would love to see i mean book that right
1: now that is perfect that's the best promo we would have in forever like we, yeah we haven't had a promo that good uh, since conor mcgregor like that would be the best promo we would yeah have. they need to book that immediately okay. All right, you heard it here first. It needs to be done. And uh, there's not a lot of guys calling to fight cams at, so give it to Costa. Make him fight at 185. Fair enough. Deal. Sign, sign, seal, deliver. Let's get it done. Sounds good to me. All right, well, let's wrap things up. Again, this is kind of a speed episode. Um, we don't have a card next week. I don't know when our next card is. we got some huge cards coming up. we got the Abu Dhabi card coming up eventually. we got the New York card coming up. A lot of things going on, but... Uh, we'll be back next week. I'm sure we'll have a card to preview. And, uh, and one last thing for me,
0: Paula Costa. This is a free business uh, idea here for you. I'm not going to charge you. Um, bottle and sell the secret juice. I think make a shitty label just like it is. Like it needs to just look so stupid. Just like he sells it. <laughs> bottle and sell the secret juice.
1: I'm buying a case of it as soon as you do. So I think he's working on it. I would be shocked if he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, we'll be on the lookout for Secret Juice. We'll be on the lookout for Cam's at various Costa. Um, everything seems like it's going in a good direction right now, so uh, we'll keep it going. Uh, hopefully we keep our hot streak. we got a week off to uh, hopefully our stay hot, though, and uh, we'll be back next week to preview. No picks to wish you luck on this week, but we'll see you. We'll be back next week, and um, we'll get the picks out then. So we'll see you all next week. Peace. <laughs>